Welcome to another episode of the Physique Formation Podcast with your host, Denver Stain. I want to talk about realistic expectations today. So this is a topic that I was supposed to talk about a few weeks ago, a bit behind on the podcast. My apologies for that. Life is pretty crazy right now. I'm in the middle of a contest prep. If you follow me on Instagram, you would know that. But hey, let's not talk about that right now setting realistic expectations but also touching on contest prep that sets the tone for this topic because so many times i get new client inquiries and for the long-term goal it says i would like to compete in a physique competition at some stage and that's commendable i think that's a great long-term goal sometimes that's a short-term goal for a lot of people and uh you know less often people come to me with not enough time saying they want to get on stage and that is just generally not the ideal approach we have to really plan implement strategize and um you know dominate basically when it comes to contest prep so there's different phases in contest prep that we have to allow for and we do have to build some solid skills along the way but realistic expectations in regards to how soon will i see results people often say that to me hey How long will it take me to get to this percentage of body fat? How long will it take me to have abs? How long will it take me to drop this much body weight? How long will it take me to bench press this much? You know, like these questions, they're very generic. I've been hearing hearing them from clients for over 10 years now. And they can be hard to answer correctly. I mean, nobody, no coach out there can say, hey, you will definitely gain this much strength in this much time or you will definitely drop this much weight in this much time because life gets in the way, right? So we can set an optimal plan, but I can't force my clients to do exactly what I say. I can't force them to prioritize the things that I want them to prioritize all the time. So these things have to be considered as well when it comes to your expectations. It's like kind of like, okay, cool. We want to get to this outcome. This is the path or strategy to make it happen this is a hopeful rate of progress along the way but it does require you to have complete discipline commitment and dedication to the plan to get the optimal rate of progress and a lot of people don't realize that and they feel like they can just kind of half-ass it a lot of the time with their diet or their training or their sleep or their stress management and other considerations and then they still get a bit upset or frustrated when progress is slow. Now, something I said to a client a couple of months ago now, you know, they were struggling to see results for themselves. We were definitely making progress in so many different ways, but they were struggling to see the results for themselves and therefore didn't have a lot of trust in the process. And I had to explain to them that when they started in their career, right? They were not professionals straight away. It took three to four years of study. Then they had to go into the field, start to have real life experience with that. And now they're probably at a place where they are very competent, uh, confident, and uh, you know very skilled in their career. And it can be quite the same when it comes to things like tracking your food accurately, knowing what's coming in and what's going out, sticking to your training program, knowing how to do the exercises effectively, knowing how strong you are, going into each training session with mental focus and intent to make progress, maintaining good sleep, 
maintaining good hydration, all of these things cannot be expected to be optimized immediately. And you can't expect yourself to be a pro at all these things immediately as well. So almost always when you start tracking your food with MyFitnessPal or you implement flexible dieting, you will track things incorrectly. You will use the wrong food data in the system. You'll probably measure things incorrectly. Uh, you'll skip foods that you just didn't track or didn't feel like tracking. You'll have days where you drink alcohol. You'll say yes to these treats here and there. These things happen, but over time we get better. Our consistency around our nutrition gets better. Our awareness of calories per food item or various items get gets better. Our ability to do correct technique in the gym gets better. And we start to learn these things, right? So essentially our body is an adaptive organism, right? And it adapts to the averages over time. So what you do on average over time will dictate where you are, you know, three months from now, six months from now, 12 months from now, whatever you're consistently doing or progressively doing, that will dictate your outcomes. So if you're progressively getting better at tracking your food, sticking to your calorie target, hitting your protein target, and learning how to track your food accurately um, and consistently, then we will start to see visual changes sooner. But you can't expect yourself to be perfect straight away. And based on that, we do have to set some realistic expectations with the rate of progress that we see along the way. Now, 99% of the time, when my clients just follow the plan that I provide for them, meal plans, training plans, exactly to the T, they get the exact results that they're hoping for. However, that isn't uh, that isn't realistic in itself. It's not realistic, realistic to say, hey, you're gonna do every single thing I say every single day of the week uh, for this period of time, and that's how we're gonna get results. The reason why that isn't realistic is because life has its ups and downs, right? And you may, have an all or nothing approach where you do put a hundred percent effort in for this period of time. But the concern becomes, Hey, when this phase is over, will you be able to maintain this as a lifestyle? Will you be able to maintain the results you've achieved? Or is this a little bit too aggressive or unrealistic in that instance as well? So we got to think about realistic expectations in regards to your rate of progress, but also in regards to what you're actually able and capable of maintaining as a lifestyle because there's no point getting shredded in six to 12 weeks or six to 12 months and then regaining all of that weight and having to go through the cycle again. Nobody really wants to do that, right? So we have to be patient. We have to be consistent, but we also have to be progressive by nature and be excited about the challenges that come across along the way and also excited about the growth that we experience along the way. I had a conversation with another client actually this morning and he was saying to me like, yeah, like, you know, I'm doing everything you said to do finally and the results, I'm seeing the results now, but I had to go through the motion of undoing my general habits. I had to realize for myself and my ego, I guess, that, hey, I need to stop doing what I've been doing, which I think is correct and start listening to my coach who actually, you know, is qualified around this and has experience and then the results come. So I understand that in some instances, people are just set in their ways and it does take some time to break those habits and create new better habits. 
but as you do that, your expected rate of weight loss will improve. Uh, you know, your expected rate of performance improvements will change as well. And your overall lifestyle and enjoyment of the process will change in a positive way too. So I don't want this podcast to be too long. I really just wanted to touch on the point that you, we need to be really honest with ourselves when it comes to our level of effort and then honest with ourselves when it comes to our expectations of results based on our level of effort. If I'm not ticking all the boxes, if I'm not doing all the work, I'm not expecting to be shredded. So I'm doing a bodybuilding competition prep right now. And what is required, just a quick one, like what's required to get shredded, super low body fat percentage and, you know, look incredible. Well, training is non-negotiable. Doing your cardio or your steps targets every day is non-negotiable. Hitting your protein target and maintaining some control around your total calories every single day is non-negotiable. Getting in sufficient fruits and vegetables uh, for your health, non-negotiable. Prioritizing everything in relation to improving your physique, dropping body fat, and maintaining lean muscle mass is non-negotiable. That is not realistic for almost all of the population, which is why I do not work exclusively with contest rep clients. I love to work with people towards fat loss, lifestyle improvement, flexible dieting, uh, building confidence, mindset, and contest prep as well. Because if I only worked with people who were able to do contest prep, then I would be working with a bunch of people who have an all or nothing approach for sure, uh, but probably don't have much else going on in their life besides bodybuilding um, or fat loss. And I like to work with people you know, who kind of have a a bit of a broader spectrum in their lifestyle and uh, what they're interested in their life. So have realistic expectations, understand what it takes for me to get where I'm at, understand what it takes for people on Instagram to get to where they are. You see someone on Instagram and you're like, hey, I want to look like that. How long is it going to take me? How consistent can you be and how willing are you to get uncomfortable and change your lifestyle? How long can you maintain that? These are the questions you have to ask yourself before you start thinking about, hey, I didn't see the scale change enough this week. Maybe I should starve myself. Maybe I should fast. Maybe I should do something you know, extreme. No, we just need to follow the plan better, be more consistent, problem solve, figure out what's holding us back, figure out where we can improve our general uh, approach around stress management, around sleep, around hydration, around you know, calorie intakes and alcohol, so many different aspects and things that come into play with changing how you look, changing how you perform, and ultimately changing how you feel. But as I've stated multiple times now, the main focus here is setting realistic expectations. So what is a realistic expectation? Generally, based on evidence-based practice or science and science research and stuff like that, it's suggested that losing between 0.5 to 1% of your total body weight per week on average is a reasonable expectation if you're looking to drop body fat, maintain muscle and performance, and be able to do that over a longer period of time. So if you are 60 kilos right now, 1% of your weight is only 600 grams. 0.5% of your weight is only 300 grams. 
If you lost 300 grams on the scale this past week or next week and you weigh 60 kilos, you are in, in an ideal rate of weight loss. If you lost 600 grams this week or next week, you're at the top end of that ideal range. If you're losing two kilos a week and you weigh 60 kilos, that is excessive. That's beyond the expectation or the ideal rate or range. And that could probably come with some problems around extreme hunger, performance issues, sleep issues, muscle loss, and things like that. So 0.5 to 1% of your total body weight per week on average is our goal. Now I say on average because there will be some weeks where you lose nothing, but the week after you lose a lot more. There might be one week where you lose a ton and then you see nothing the week after that. You might have a week where you lose a bunch of weight because you're dehydrated and then the week after that your weight comes up because you're adequately hydrated. So we've got to keep these things in mind as well, obviously with women and their period as well, that definitely has an impact on your total scale weight. The time that you eat your food has an impact on your scale weight as well. A lot of different things come into play, which is why we generally look to track our weight on a day-to-day -day basis, get a weekly average of that, and then look at the changes to that more so on a fortnightly basis, not always week to week to week. So sometimes my clients, their weight will stall and I don't make any changes to their plan. And the week after we see a drop, if we see the exact same scale weight for multiple weeks, then hey, we probably need to make some kind of adjustment. And not going to lie, in most cases, the adjustment is around improving their efforts with their step count, with their diet, uh, calorie control, stress management, alcohol, things like that, before it is an adjustment to the actual caloric targets and uh, changing the meal plans. So that's the rate of expected results when it comes to fat loss. When it comes to muscle gain, this one can be a little bit tricky. If you are an ectomorph, if you're very skinny, I have no problem at all with gaining weight a little bit quicker because we can actually sacrifice or accept the fact that some body fat will come on with that as well. And that's totally fine because a little bit extra body fat can actually aid in more strength progression, especially with some lifts like bench press and things like that, uh, where just you're, you're more uh, stable, I guess, your joints and stuff have a bit more protection and you will be stronger. So when it comes to muscle gain, Again, like it's gonna be slow and progressive, but you can take it a few different ways. We can either push a bit harder and then have periods of time where we pull back and enter a very short fat loss phase, or we can be slower and progressive and say, you know what, maybe I just wanna gain 1% uh, of my total body weight per month where I'm 60 kilos and I wanna gain 600 grams on the scale across a four week period. That would be reasonable, that would be realistic and that would keep you in pretty decent shape along the way. But yeah, with muscle gain, it really comes down to how much you, how much room you have to actually put on more weight on your frame. And also with fat loss as well, it does come down to how much body fat you have as well. Because 0.5 to 1% total body weight per week on average is a great target for most people. However, if you are obese, then there is definitely room to push that number a bit harder. So if you're triple digits body weight, you can more than likely lose over a kilo per week for multiple weeks and not really hinder yourself in regards to muscle loss, uh, general performance and health outcomes. So that's my podcast for today. Just wanted to keep it nice and simple. Hopefully it's informative and some of you might think, okay, look, I do need to pull my head in a bit. And if I want to see results, I need to do the work and I can't get upset about the results I don't see because the effort wasn't there. That's it for today, guys. I am going to 
sign off right here. If you have any questions, feel free to hit me up on Instagram at Coach Denver Stain. I'll leave that link in the description on this podcast. And I am out. I will speak to you guys soon.